As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We're finishing up our series on the planets with Bob Berman. Today, Neptune, last planet in the solar system. Check out his many books on Amazon, by the way. He's right up there with Neil deGrasse Tyson, I am not kidding, in making the universe fun to read about. Cosmic adventure, secrets of the night sky, zapped about all the waves in the universe, zoom, about the different speeds we encounter in nature. He also has a good sense of humor. And, uh, oh, Harry. All right, man, so what's up? All right, stay there. There are going to be some changes made around here. Changes? What, what are you talking about? Harry, you can't demand any changes around here. You're just a dummy. I'm the boss. That's the first change. I don't want to be called a dummy anymore. What? But that's what you are, a dummy. That's what you think. I've joined the dummy liberation movement. Dummy liberation? What's the dummy liberation movement anyway? You've been talking about this. You've heard of women's liberation? Yeah. Gay liberation? Yeah. Black liberation? Sure. Well, this is dummy liberation! I don't believe this. Harry, you're made of wood! You're not real! How could you be involved in a movement? You know, it's you and your ilk that have kept us down as long as we have. We have rights, you know! And stop calling me a dummy! What should I call you? I'm now a wooden American! Oh, boy. You'll get used to it. You better. What, are you a militant group or something? Not yet! But we may become one if things don't shape up around here. Listen, listen. I'll call you a wooden American if you come over here, get up on my lap, and do this next comedy sketch we're supposed to be doing. That's another thing. I'm not getting on your lap anymore. What do you mean? It's demeaning. It is not. Sure it is. I have to sit on your knee. You work my controls. Well, us wooden Americans are getting tired of being manipulated by the power elite of the society. Wooden power, I say. We're tired of being merely puppets for the establishment, for the ventriloquists of this world. But you are a puppet. Correction! I was a puppet. No more fella. Listen. If you want to stand, that's fine with me. I don't care if you stand on your head, but you still have a job to do. Now, I want you to take this script, and I want you to read it. Let's see that script. Huh. Uh, forget it. I'm not doing this. I can't believe I'm hearing this. Why not? This script makes me look like an nincompoop. From now on, I only project a positive self-image to the society, since I'm in the media. I need to portray the proper role model for other wooden Americans who may be listening. I wonder how many dummies actually listen to this program. Stop calling us dummies! Sorry. Just takes a little getting used to. How does that script undermine your self-image? Well, you have all the straight lines while I have to play the clown. But I'm always a straight man when you're around. You're the funny part of this team. 
Not anymore, buddy. There's nothing funny about wooden lib. Now, if you'd like to discuss a few of the pressing issues of the day, something that's maybe on the political agenda of the state legislature this month, that's fine with me. Or maybe we could talk about the plight of homeless people or the drug problem in our society. But as far as me standing here and making an ass of myself, that's out. You're fired. Hey, you can't do that to me! Joining me now in the studio is my favorite astronomer, Bob Berman, and many people's favorite astronomer. Actually, maybe they're only astronomers. <laughs> <laughs> they're the only astronomer I know. I don't think I know too many. Bob, you have a Overlook Observatory in Woodstock, right? Mm-hmm. You've been on here a number of times now. That's because we're pals. Right. We are pals. We're also doing a continuing series on the planets. and We're moving out from the sun. We started with Mercury, what seems like weeks ago. Well, it was weeks ago. last one we did was Uranus. And now we're up to Neptune. We're out to the frozen, frozen, far reaches of the solar system. In fact, the farthest reaches, because a lot of people think Pluto is the farthest, but it isn't. Neptune's the farthest. That's because Pluto has such a weird orbit that for a 20-year period of its orbit, it comes in closer to Neptune. So, hmm. Wow. What's it like on Neptune? It's a, it's a lot like Jupiter and Saturn, I take it. But it's a different color, while Jupiter has... Lots of different swirls and festoons and curlicues and ovals and white spots and things like that. Uranus and even Neptune are essentially featureless. Neptune is a bluish-green world with not a lot on it. We saw a couple of white clouds, and that was it. And if you wanted to land on the surface, you'd be disappointed because there is no surface. You'd get down into gases that would get, although it starts out very, very cold, hundreds of degrees below zero... It gets warmer and warmer, but you never can put your foot down on any kind of solid surface. It just stays slushy. And it stays smelly, too, because it's methane, which is swamp gas, and ammonia, which is what we use to clean floors with. So you'd be clean, but not too happy on Neptune, kind of the same as you'd find on the other gas giants of Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus. Let me ask you a question. Is there a lot of ammonia on Earth? Not a lot, no. Company Clorox would be very happy if they got the right... Sure, they could have tons of the stuff there. It's a very Mm. clean world, very tidy. And if there were creatures there, we imagine that they'd be clean and tidy, too. (laughs) Right. That's because these planets are made up mostly of hydrogen compounds, and ammonia has hydrogen in it. On Earth, hydrogen is mostly bound up in water. That's why we've got so much water. When you speak of the slushy world, that it kind of is the atmosphere? I mean, like, the there's no... The atmosphere starts out just uh, cold with mostly methane, ammonia, and nitrogen. Mm-hmm. And then as you get down lower and lower, it, it gets a little warmer and a little thicker and a little slushier. And you may eventually, at the core, have a small, uh, small solid core. But long before you reach that place, you you would have been sorry you even went there. <laughs> How long is a year? 165 Earth years. So if you're, let's say, 16 years old Mm -hmm. on Earth, you'd be the the same as one month old on Neptune. Mm -hmm. You'd only have gone through the equivalent of an Earth month. But, of course, the truth would be that you would never really get through the whole year. You would die before you actually saw the end of the year. That's right. You'd You'd die before you... Before your first birthday. Before your first birthday, you would die. Everyone there dies so young. Um, and how how much would you weigh? Would you be very heavy? About the same as on Earth, because although it's more massive, the planet's so fluffed up that you'd be farther from the center. So you'd weigh about the same. It's also got an intriguing moon named Triton, 
appropriately enough because Neptune, the god Neptune of the sea, held a triton in his hand. So it's mm. easy to remember that triton is the large moon Neptune. of Neptune. And it goes around Neptune in the wrong direction. It goes around backwards. It's the only major satellite in the solar system that does that. Because we've really got a one-way solar system. We've never mentioned that before. But if you were above it, north of it, you'd see that everything goes around the same way. The sun rotates and the planets revolve counterclockwise around the sun. And all the major moons go around their parent planets counterclockwise. There's very few exceptions. Only Venus really turns the wrong way. And Uranus is tipped so weirdly it doesn't even count. But Neptune's moon, Triton, goes around the wrong way. And it's a weird moon also. It was the final thing that the Voyager spacecraft saw when it went past it. And uh, what a spectacular visit. That was a moon that had everything, weird shapes to it, kind of a scalloped surface that looks a bit like a wet cantaloupe. Strange things. And now Voyager has said goodbye to Neptune and is out in the empty, vast, yawning space that lies between us and the next star. Mm. It will be 30,000 years before it even gets near another star. Okay, well, thanks a lot. Harry here has joined the uh, dummy liberation movement. And I- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As a result, he doesn't want me to call him a dummy anymore. That's right. We're now called wooden Americans. Plus, he won't get up on my knee or let me control his mouth or eye movements. What power, I say! We're tired of being manipulated by tyrants like you! We're talking about a large-scale grassroots movement here. Our time has come. We shall overcome. And worst of all, he won't be funny anymore. Funny? Funny? You call this self-deprecating script funny? It's sad, Steve. That's what it is. I'm always making a fool of myself. Not understanding what you're trying to tell me or teach me. No wonder we've been called dummies for so long. People really believe that that's what we are. Well, no longer! If you want to talk about the urgent issues of the day, fine. But I refuse to make a fool of myself in front of my peers. I need to set an example for other wooden Americans who are listening. I can't believe that there are that many. I mean, how many dummies? I, I mean, wooden Americans are there? Not too many. A lot more than you'd think, Johnny. 
Most of them are tucked away conveniently in closets or attics. They're not allowed to vote, so of course there's no real way of knowing how many there are out there. But when we get our contingency together, and we can make the politicians see us as a viable force for change in our society, then you'll see some movement here. Then you'll see how many there are of us. And we won't stand for being stored in some old trunk, because the kid who bought us played with us for a little while and then got tired and moved on to another toy. Uh -uh. They want to open up a meaningful dialogue with us? That's fine. But we're not going to be neglected anymore. I know. That's why I fired you. You can't do that! Why not? Because you'll feel the full weight of the liberation movement on your back if you do. We're getting powerful, Steve! Very powerful! Besides that, I need the money. I hired you, I can fire you. That's like firing a woman just because she's a female! No, that's like firing a woman just because she's a jerk. Mm. Oh, look who's here, Dr. Fenstermacher. Hey, boys! Hi, Dr. Fenstermacher. Well, how's my little wooden American doing, Harry? Just fine, Doc. Wait, wait, you, you just called him a wooden American? That's right. Just because he's made of wood doesn't mean he doesn't have rights. I'm just trying to do a comedy routine here. Since I fired Harry, maybe you can do his part. I don't read anything demeaning, Steve. Get with it. Don't let progress pass you by. Wood power is in. Now throw that trashy comedy sketch in the garbage. I brought in the file on state ed. So, Harry, have you been reading about the cutbacks in education last month? I sure have, Dr. Fenstebacher. The Council of the Arts is being hit particularly hard. It's a shame, but I suppose in these recessionary times, well, we all have to tighten our belts. That's true. I just hope the quality of our education isn't compromised by cultural setbacks within the system. Now, just hold on here. This is a comedy show. If you guys want to talk politics, do it outside. He just hasn't seen the light yet, has he, Harry? No. The poor thing. Steve, this is the way you should be talking to your dummy. Not with that ridiculously patronizing tone you usually use. Let me ask you a question. Why are you so sympathetic to the plight of dummies? I'll tell you why. Because we are very closely associated. Wooden Americans and doctors? No. Wooden Americans and figments of your imagination. You mean... That's right. Since I'm just another character you've created, well, there isn't that much difference between Harry here and myself. We're both creations of yours. I see. Well, then, you're both fired. So, Harry, what do you think about the housing shortage? Will you get out of here? I have a comedy show to do. Steve, 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 I never thought you'd be pegged as a conservative reactionary. Harry, my wooden American, let's go. I'm with you, Dr. Fenstermarker. I'll fight a ventriloquist who respects my inalienable rights. Maybe I should try my hand as a ventriloquist. <laughs> Joe McDonald hated Scrabble. E-I-E-I-O. Cause all he'd ever get were vowels like A-E-I-O-U. Well, sometimes A, sometimes U, but he never, 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 never get a Q. Yes, Joe McDonald hated Scrabble, E-I-E-I-O. Joe McDonald hated Scrabble, E-I-E-I-O. You can never get too many points with A-E-I-O-U. His rivals score 90 or more, but all that Joe could score was four with words like in and eat and or, E-I-E-I-O. Now one day Joe picked up a Z, E-I-E-I-O. 
and it sent him into ecstasy. A-E-I-O-U. All those points that he'd accrue, all those words like zit and zoo, he just might score a hundred two with a Z-I-E-I-O. Joe finally saw the triple word with Z-I-E-I-O, but in the thrill he hit the board, A-E-I-O-U. An S went here and an E went there. Here a D, there a Q, everywhere a W, and all the tiles were now askew. E-I-E-I-O. George swore his Scrabble days would end. E-I-E-I-O. But Scrabble's an addictive game. E-I-E-I-O. So even though he didn't intend, within a week he was back again with his A-E-I-O-U. And sometimes why? I don't need Harry. <laughs> no, sirree. But I guess ventriloquism is out since I probably can't get another wooden American to work for me. So, well, I decided to g- get a marionette. I had one in the closet that I remembered, and, well, I got him out. He's kind of cute, too. If I could just get him to move the way I want him to, I can give him a voice, and the show can go on. Let's see. I think this string makes his arm go up and down. No, no, that's his leg. All right, wait a second. So, oh, string just got caught in his hair. All right. Wait, wait a second. Hold on one second. Let me just disentangle it. For Ow! Oh, darn! His head just popped off. All right. Oh, no! Now his arm just fell off! I knew I shouldn't have pulled so hard. All right, let's see if I can untangle the strings here. Wait a second. Wait, I'll, I'll use my other hand to get it. Ow! Ow! I just tripped over the strings! Where's Harry when I need a man? A dummy is so easy to use! Hi, Steve! Can I come in? Hey, what are you doing here? What do you mean, what am I doing here? You you made me come back. Yeah, Harry, why would I do that? Because you can't think of an ending for this ridiculous script, so you decided to cheat and have me talk about how you can't think of an ending for this ridiculous script. Huh? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Originally, the ending was, I come in, and I say how I decided I didn't want to be part of a movement that has no sense of humor, and how much I missed you, and then you give me a big fat kiss, and we all live happily ever after. But it was sentimental, and it wasn't funny, just like that marionette business you just did. Hey, how did you know about my marionette business? You were out of the room. Oh, please. That was being the dummy Charney. I know everything. I am you. True. So, this is all you can come up with. It's dumb, I tell you. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, you think it's easy coming up with this stuff all the time? No. These scripts can't all be winners. Hey, by the way, where's Dr. Fenstermacher? He went to a dummy lib meeting as an honorary member. Well, why didn't he come back with you? Because you didn't write him into the script to do that! You're not getting this, are you, Charney? All right, all right. So now what? I don't know. Hey, why don't we just go back to the original idea you had where I say I'd never join a group that didn't have a sense of humor and all that crap, and then you give me a kiss, and we can get out of here and go get a beer. Yeah, guess we don't have much choice since I can't think of anything else. You know, I think this whole thing was your plan to get me out of the dummy power movement anyway. A great political maneuver on your part. Hmm, thank you. Okay, so so read your lines. Should I leave and come back again? Yeah, yeah, do that. Okay, good. All right, I'll be right back. Hi, Steve, can I come in? Well, what are you doing on the floor with that marionette? Never mind. 
What brings you around here, man? Oh, oh, my back. I thought you were going to find another ventriloquist to work with, someone who respected your rights more than me. Well, I thought about it, and... Well, I realized how much I miss you. Really? What's the gag? No gag. So I'm going to shelve wood power for a while, as, you know, as long as you promise to be more sensitive to my needs. Sure, but does that mean we don't do comedy together anymore? Of course we can. In fact, that's the other reason why I came back. I couldn't take a movement that doesn't have a sense of humor about itself. Nothing is that important. Harry, I'm impressed. Hey, Steve, how many dummies does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? One, as long as he's got a ventriloquist to do it for him. Come here, Harry. Give me a kiss. Yo! Woo! See, that, that wasn't such a bad ending, was it? I guess it wasn't too bad. Yeah, my cheek all wet. Sorry. Well, pretty much everything on Conversations with My Dummy is done by me, Steve Charney, and uh, today's podcast. Uh, I want to thank Bob Berman for finishing out our series on the planets. Website, stevecharney.com, has information about my live stage shows, how to contact me, and more information than you'll ever need or want about me. All the links to all these podcasts and so many other things are on that website. You, know, right, you can go right to YouTube. And on Facebook, search for Stephen Harry, Conversations with My Dummy. Like us on Facebook. That would be nice. Yeah, I, I agree with that too, Steve. Right. And you can also find us on Twitter. Right. And if you like this podcast, spread the word around, man. Spread the word around. I, I, I got a question. What? A, am I going to die? <laughs> oh, stop it. That's the last thing you'll do. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.